Welcome to the Milestones Motivation and Money Podcast, hosted by Angel Radcliffe. Tune in as we discuss finances, success stories, and inspiring vibes that will help nurture growth. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. And on today's episode, we are going to discuss probably one of your favorite topics, especially if you are listening to this podcast or if you have subscribed already and you've gotten down to this episode, episode eight, developing a money mindset. So of course, I'm a financial educator and I often receive so many questions on money, on budgeting, on finances in general. And usually people are asking for advice on how they can reach a savings goal, how they can do certain things. I am often asked about how I reached my savings goal that I shared um, very early on in the second episode of the podcast. And I always tell people you have to have a money mindset. And some of you are like, well, what does that mean? I need to know what that means. Um, My definition is thinking positively, not only about money, but finances in general. There's so many things that go into developing a money mindset. It's how you speak about it. Are you affirming it? It's what your beliefs are. I always tell people you have to speak positively about the things you want in your life, right? Think about your personal goals. Think about your career. Um, Think about if you're a business owner, think about your business. Whenever we want to achieve something, we think positive thoughts, right? And why should that be different for money? Um, When you're focusing on your financial goals, you want to wake up, you want to look it in the face. You look in the mirror every morning when you get up, but you want to look your goals in the face. I always tell everyone, um, of course, write down what your goals are on an annual basis, but every week, write down what you're doing to achieve those goals. So some people do vision boards. I definitely believe in vision boards. I've been doing vision boards for years because it helps me keep up with the goals that I want to achieve in my life. But how do you go about trying to achieve those goals, right? And so every week or every month, maybe give yourself a task, maybe every quarter, um, and then track your progress towards that goal. When we're thinking about money, if it's like saving, if you're trying to save just for an emergency fund Uh, Maybe you want to purchase a car. Maybe you'd like to purchase a home or take a vacation. You have to do the same thing. So you want to give yourself a deadline of when you're going to meet that goal. But you don't want to wait until like one day or the day of your deadline and say, oh, my gosh, I did not meet my savings goal. You want to track the progress. You want to check in. You want to see how you're doing. You want to speak positively about that savings goal. You want to tell yourself that you're not going to go out and you're going to waste money, right? So I just tell people you stop the negative way of thinking. And what do I mean by that? So let me give you some examples. I was actually talking to someone the other day, and this has happened on several occasions where someone will say, oh, well, credit cards are bad. They are the enemy. Don't get a credit card. It, you know, they just keep increasing your limit and then it just entices you to keep using the card. Okay, so if you ran up your credit card, why is that the credit card company's fault? You can't put that blame on anyone else because you are the person in control. You're the person with the car in your hand. If you know that you can't afford to pay something, then don't go and charge it up just because you have access to the funds, right? And credit cards are not necessarily bad. We live in the United States. Those of you who are listening who do live in the U.S., um, I know this is not pertinent for all countries, but credit is like everything. 
it, it's it's a guideline for so many things here in the U.S. Um, for employment, for your car insurance, to purchase a home, to purchase a house. Like so many things rely on your credit. So you have to build credit. And just because you have a credit card doesn't mean that you have to use it. So I always say, stop thinking badly about having a credit card, right? You have to learn how to manage it. That's the key. And that's what so many people fail to realize. And that's one of those things that keeps people to have this negative way of thinking when it comes to credit cards, right? Another one is, let's talk about cash. So you'll hear people say, oh, cash is king. I only use cash. I'm only going to pay for this in cash. Or they will never leave the house like with their debit card, with their credit card. And here's my thing about people who use cash. Um, well, let me let me tell you my my how I handle my cash. Every month, I take $40 out of the ATM. $40. And those of you who are listening, like, that's it? Yes, that's the only cash I carry for the entire month. Because think about it this way. If you take out two, three, four hundred dollars and you lose it, how can you recoup that money? You can't. It's lost, right? Now, if you had your credit or your debit card and the card was stolen, uh, that money is FDIC insured, means meaning that the bank is going to give you the money back, right? You definitely want to be smart about the way that you're using money, right? And if another thing, if you're carrying so much cash and you're paying with things in cash, are you tracking the cash that you're spending? Most likely you aren't because so many people will say, I'm only gonna take out um, money for like entertainment, eating out, but how do you know how much you spent like in each category? And sometimes we valet park, we may tip someone. You, It's hard to really account for all the things that you pay cash for. And especially like you say that you're going to hold on to your receipts, you lose the receipts. So um, I always I always tell people, use your debit card, use your credit card, link it to an electronic tracking app. That way you can track what you're spending your money on. And so here's something else. Some people are against bank accounts. And so they say, oh, I'm not going to have a bank account. I'm going to use PayPal or Square or whatever other fintech company has come out with this payment processing system now. There's so many of them. Um, And I always say, why don't you have a bank account? Why are you using PayPal? Why are you using Square and Cash App and Zelle and Venmo? I mean, gosh, there's so many. Um, But there's people who will really keep their money in a PayPal account or have people PayPal them as if PayPal is their bank account. And I've been saying this for years when I meet people and I find out that they don't like to use banks. Like PayPal is not necessarily your bank account, okay? You need a real bank account where you're going to track all your expenses. You can actually go and deposit money, save money. you're not going to be tempted to spend it online, right? Because it's like they're on your PayPal account or um, just sitting there not really obtaining interest because PayPal doesn't pay people interest. So (laughs) um, think about all of these things, right? These are negative ways of thinking when we're discussing money. You want to start thinking positively about money. Um, Some people will everyone knows I use the word balling on a budget a lot. And if someone is trying to entice me to purchase something and I don't necessarily want to purchase that item, what I would do is just tell them that I'm on a budget, right? That doesn't mean that you can't afford it, but so many people associate the word budget with broke. 
And that is very untrue. Just because you are managing your money and just because you are on a budget does not mean that you're broke. It means that you're being smart about your money. It means that you have a positive way of thinking about money. And it means that you have developed a money mindset. If Even if you have the money, even if you can afford something, I can afford it is not a positive money mindset. So think about this, guys. When you go to make a purchase, um, think about how long it's going to take you to work to actually pay for that item, such as if you're thinking about buying a fancy bag or a new pair of shoes. Can you make that money up in a day? Would it take a whole week's paycheck? Break it down. Sometimes when we're trying to develop a money mindset, you have to really think this way to think if the purchase is worth it. So let's say, for instance, a lot of ladies and ladies, I'm not picking on you because we're going to get to the guys too, but a lot of ladies like to have a nice handbag and those handbags cost money. And is it worth buying a bag that would take you one week, two weeks pay to, to actually pay it off? How long is it going to take you to recoup the money? Be money smart. And for guys, I know y'all like those electronics and technology items. It, it goes the same way. Like, do you actually want to work one week, two weeks, however long it's going to take you to purchase that item? Is it worth is it? Is it worth it? This is a part of the strategy to develop a money mindset, being money smart and understanding uh, the algorithms that go into your purchases. And so let while we're on the topic of purchases, I always tell people be smart when you're when you are purchasing items. Um, if you are treating yourself, if it's if you're purchasing gifts, if it's a holiday, think about different things that you can do to obtain cash back. There's so many credit and debit cards that offer uh, rewards. So sometimes it's two percent, three percent, five percent on certain purchases. You want to take advantage of those perks because a lot of credit card companies are now allowing you to redeem those those points either for credit on your statement, so that could actually wipe out the entire um, expense amount for that purchase, or you could redeem for a gift card. So one of the things that I love about credit card rewards is the end of every year, so December every year, I redeem all my credit card rewards. I typically like try to find gift cards to whatever store I'm going to go to. And I treat myself to something nice, probably something that I would not typically purchase on my own with cash because y'all know I'm falling on a budget. Um, I would not say that I'm cheap, but I, I've just become so smart about what, I'm, what the things that I'm spending my money on. So last year, I remember when December came around, I was like, oh, I, my thing is like every year I love to treat myself to a new perfume. Uh, and not just like any perfume. I like a nicer perfume. I like to smell good. I used to do it every year on Valentine's Day. That used to be my thing because uh, there's nothing better than self-love, right? Don't wait for someone else to get you a gift. Like get, get yourself a gift, right? And so every year on Valentine's Day, I would like go to Sephora or Nordstrom and buy myself really nice perfume. And those of you who, who've been to my place before or seen like any of my live streams, like from my bathroom, have seen like my, my beauty counter, um... I used to be like obsessed with makeup and like my whole perfume carousel, but um, I stopped doing that. I actually did not do it this year and I, I didn't do it last year either. But what I did is like, oh, I was like, oh, you know, at the end of the year, I'm actually going to redeem the rewards, buy myself something nice. So I bought myself a nice 
perfume and it was a little bit more expensive and I was like okay am I really gonna use this reward to buy this perfume I'm like I could use it for something else and I was like no you know what this is for me um so I bought myself a nice little perfume this year I don't really know what I'm gonna buy so far I think I have four or five hundred dollars in credit card rewards and I don't know what I'm gonna use it on just yet I redeemed some over the summer and um I know we discussed probably like second episode, I talked about how I purchased a home this year. And so I was like, yeah, but I, I I wanted to wait to buy myself something until I was able to completely like furnish my home. So I was like, all right, well, I'm not treating myself to anything. Got to get the house. Like the house is like the gift, right? And so then once I did all that, I said, okay, let me like redeem some rewards. I'm going to buy myself something nice. And so I redeemed my uh, rewards from one of my, uh, one of my credit card accounts. And I bought myself something really nice. I'm not going to say what it is. <laughs> <laughs> extremely nice probably the most expensive um, item I've ever purchased and I keep looking at it and I'm like did I really need this and then I'm like going back to like that whole money mindset because once you develop a money mindset even when you purchase something with a gift card you're gonna feel guilty about buying those things I was like well, what if I could have did? What if I could have did something else? Like, what if I could have used the gift card for something else? And I was thinking about like other ways. I was like, well, there's nothing really I could you know use a gift card for. It's mostly like to retail stores. So I was like, well, I really didn't spend any money. So, but it's like I, I felt bad about buying myself something nice. So like, that's kind of like the downside when you are so focused on your financial goals and you develop a money mindset and you're so in tune with your purchases that you're like, all right, well, I want to buy this. And you know that it's in your budget, right? Or you know that you just have a gift card to purchase it. And so you're not coming out of pocket for anything, but sometimes you're like second guessing, right? And that's what we should do. Like for anything that we're buying, second guess that purchase like should I really be buying this <laughs> even if you I don't care if you are listening and you make six figures seven figures whatever you make and you know that you can afford it you always want to second guess and be like well is this necessary do I need it how is this going to benefit me <laughs> right um but there's so many uh, so many things uh, that you can do to, to sort of treat yourself so let's talk about what you can do to develop a money mindset. Uh, number one, you want to start, you want to set a savings goal. You want to start small. Of course, not overspending. Um, I always tell people, don't become an emotional spender because the last seven months we've been, of course, in a pandemic. It's eight months now. We've been in a pandemic. We've been at home. So many people have kind of given in to like the online shopping and Amazon and you guys have been following Amazon stock has surged the last eight months. So many people are at home and they're shopping on Amazon. Um, you may be stressed out or whatever it is. Don't become an emotional shopper. That's like one of the worst things because you you will end up purchasing so many things and then you'll end up looking at your credit card bill a little bit later. And like, how did I how did I end up buying all these things? Um, you want to look at your finances a little bit more often. So whether that goes for your budget, your bank statements, your credit card statements, some people only view those once a month when the statement cuts. No, 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 no. Take a look every day. Take a look once a week. I, 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 okay, let me just say this. If you are really tight for money, looking at your finances more frequently can be a bit depressing because I've been there. I've been there where the, where the money was short. And so you don't, sometimes you don't want to log in to your bank account because you know there's no money in there. But it's a part of, this is all a part of, of becoming more responsible, developing the money mindset, speaking more positively about it, right? Speaking those affirmations. 
once a week, sit down and look at your finances. Look at what you spent your money on. Can you take something back to the store? Is it something that you that you purchased that maybe you don't need? Did you buy someone a gift that was a little too expensive? <laughs> um, and so even even not even just for like your personal spending, but you want to pay attention for maybe fraudulent charges because some people will say, well, I'm only going to wait till the statement comes or some people never look at their statements at all. How many of y'all are doing that? How many people never open their bank statement when it comes in the mail or it comes to your email? And you're like, well, you know, I don't need to look at it. No, you do need to look at it. So for me, what I do every Friday, I go through my budget. So I have my budget through Mint. I talk about this a lot, even in the book, uh, Balling on a Budget. But I have my my budget set up through Mint. I've been using Mint for a very long time, uh, probably more than 10 years now. And I, I log in, I organize my expenses, I go through the transactions, I make sure that I'm staying on track. I'm challenging you guys to do this as well. Set a specific date. Sometimes the weekends are better because that's our time to relax and reset. So Saturday or Sunday may be a little better for some of y'all. Um, it takes 20, 30 minutes. Look at your finances. Um, have a folder on your phone. This is another thing that I do. I have a folder called uh, Shmoney on my phone and it's all the bank apps, all the credit card apps where I can easily like access, log in and um, check check my balance. Make sure no one's using my card, but also make sure that I didn't like overspend somewhere. I'm like, okay, hold up, wait a minute. <laughs> um, but what's most importantly is make sure you check your payment dates, right? Because... For those of you who have multiple credit cards, this is definitely one thing that I've heard before. This is That's a way that you can forget that your payment is due. You have multiple cards. You have several different due dates. You think you pay all your cards, but then, oops, here's one late fee, right? That helps like mount up the debt. If you have debt, another thing that you can do developing a money mindset, develop a plan for your current debt. How can you tackle this debt? How can you pay it down? I Sometimes it's overwhelming, like when you have debt. Um, and so if you are one of those people who are in debt and you're trying to figure out how can you actually pay this down, why would you want to go out and spend more money? Why would you not want to have a money mindset to be in charge of your finances, right? It, it's all up to you. Like you're the person that's in control. And so think about other ways that you can increase your revenue, ways that you can increase your income. If it's getting a second job, a part-time job, if it's getting a side hustle, if you are a small business owner, can you add on other products or services? Like Think about all of these things, right? Because sometimes we feel like we're stuck, right? And I and I say we because I've been there before. So I always try to speak from a place of understanding. Whereas I know no one is perfect. We all go through our ups and downs. And I always tell people to become a quote unquote teacher. What better example than having been through something similar yourself. And I shared my story several times of you know, my financial journey, and it has not always looked pretty. And so when I say these things, I'm coming from a place of how I learned to develop a money mindset, how I learned to focus on my financial goals and savings goals and developing a budget and being smart about my money. So again, those of you who are listening, I challenge you to do the same. 
um, one of the things that you can do is you can pick up a copy of my book, Balling on a Budget. It's on Amazon. It's a workbook that, that definitely helps you from step one of starting an actual budget. But if you don't necessarily need that, you're just trying to really think about more um, the strategic approach, then get a journal, start writing some things down, make it make sense, right? (laughs) Because sometimes we're thinking about the things that are going on in our life and we're like, what the heck? Like, make it make sense. (laughs) Just make it make sense. And so um, putting your thoughts on paper sometimes helps. And so I know that that definitely helps for me when you can go back and you you can review it. And if you don't have a journal right now, here's another thing I used to do. Sticky notes on the computer, <laughs> um, on your phone. So you have like the little notes app on your phone. I, w- I have so many notes in there. Like anytime something comes to mind, I put it in there until I can get access to like my journal or safe place where I would like to place these things, but I have a memo. So that definitely helps as well when you can stare those things in the face. So, you know, write those things down. And so for for the people who are also listening, um, I used to put sticky notes on my mirror in the bathroom. So when I'm up and I get up in the morning, I'm staring those goals right in the face. Or if you have a smaller vision board, stick it like on your door, the back of your, your bedroom door, closet door, bathroom door, something. So like when you when you walk in that room, you can see it staring you in the face, right? So you guys, um, I definitely hope that this information was useful. Again, I challenge you to start developing a money mindset, start taking action, start doing something for yourself, start making it make sense. And I will see you guys on the next episode. If you have any questions, make sure that you send me an email, info at MissRMBA.com. You can also send me a DM on Twitter or Instagram, M-I-S-S-R-M-B-A, MissRMBA. Whatever questions you have, I'll definitely answer. And join the Facebook group. Um, facebook.com slash msuite, the letter M-S-U-I-T-E, Muslims, Money, and Motivation. And thanks so much for tuning in. And I'm going to see y'all on the flip side. Thanks for listening. Stay connected with Angel online on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Miss R-M-B-A. That's M-I-S-S-R-M-B-A. Be sure to subscribe and review. Join us next time as we continue to empower you through milestones, motivation, and money.